Welcome to the Freedom in Flow podcast. I'm Nicole, your flow-based life and business coach, and in my world, the way you create more wealth on the outside is by accessing wealth from the inside. We live in a world that tells you there is a limit to joy, peace, success, and wealth, and that you must trade what you value to create more of what you want. We're taught that there's only one right way, and we spend our entire lives trying to fit in and do things right, only to find we're completely unfulfilled and misaligned. And that's because nobody ever told us there was another way. I'm a mentor, teacher, and guide for ambitious, driven, and purpose-led everyday women who want to step into their next level in life. See, true wealth to me is living in full alignment to your values, your design, and being shamelessly, unapologetically who you are not who you think you need to be. By embodying your most authentic self, mastering your mindset, unleashing your femininity, and unblocking your wounds, success will inevitably flow to you more effortlessly. That's why this podcast exists. Freedom in Flow is about equipping you with the tools nobody taught you on how to create the life of your dreams doing it your way. So listen on to learn how to understand yourself in a way you never have before, to tune in to your unique blueprint, master your energy flow, and work in harmony with your mind, body, and soul. All right, my lovely, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited because this week I have a special guest who is a client of mine. And um, she's been a client of mine for maybe over half a year now. And she is in my uh flow-based business, private coaching. She's also done one-day intensives with me and it's been such a vibe to get to know her and to see her grow. Um, I thought to uh, invite her on the podcast because one, I love highlighting my clients and their journeys. And secondly, because I feel like she has a lot to share about her journey that could really resonate with those of you who are in the early stages of your business. Uh, Talia today has... um, she's done so many amazing things and she's one of the things is she started her business alongside working with me, new fit coaching. And she's also gone through a really big personal development journey since starting together. And her journey is sort of one of the reasons why I love the dynamic of what I do as a flow-based life and business coach, because we've sort of integrated the two and two and have seen like really big growth in as a result in her own personal life and her business journey. So I'm so excited to highlight her journey and hopefully inspire those of you who are either thinking of starting a business or maybe are in the early stages of business and personal development and are figuring it out because she is a huge testament to that. So first and foremost, welcome Talia to the podcast. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you. I am super excited because I feel like our journey has sort of been like, I've always treated our coaching relationship as sort of like an older sister sort of vibe. I think because you are one of my, I think you are my youngest client to date. Um, And I always said this, even at the very beginning of our journey, like I see just how passionate you are because when I was like fresh out of high school, I did not have the audacity to invest in myself, let alone to pursue my dreams and yet you know here you were like really pushing and 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 investing and and seeking out that higher support so I have always found you know I have that kind of like nurturing connection to you so Talia tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and something that would help the audience understand a little bit more about you before we start. Okay, awesome. So a little bit about me is I am 19 and I have got my PT cert and I'm currently studying a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Science. And a few years ago when I was younger, I always had this dream of being a part of the fitness world. And, you know, I always kind of shut it down because I was just like, no, like, you know, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to go, you know, make lots of money. And then what I really learned is if you want to make money in life, you want to be happy as well. And you want to find something that feels aligned with yourself. 
Um, so pretty much I was kind of feeling stuck. I didn't know where to start. Um, and I just really needed some guidance with my business. And then Nicole popped up on my page. Um, it actually took a while for me to actually invest in my coaching with Nicole. Um, but I'm so glad I did. And I've just had such an amazing journey. And one of the biggest things that I've learned with Nicole and just overall in the last six to eight months together is understanding that you don't need to live a life of hustle all the time. Um, and Nicole really preaches living life in flow. And that's something that has definitely, you know, something that I've definitely started doing in my life because of her and because of the way she taught me. Um, and I was always trying to hustle, hustle, hustle. And yeah, that's, that's a bit of a little. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. And I think that that was definitely one of the big things that stood out to me because at the time, I think I, a lot of my clients now have are saying this, um, where at the time that they had signed on around about similar time that you did, um, I was also almost a very different person as well. And I think my evolution has been sort of in real time with you, particularly because I had been really figuring out that I wanted to be a flow-based coach and really practicing what that is for myself. And I think um, it's been really fun to explore that transformation alongside you as well as to shift some of my coaching principles and um and trial a lot of things with you so it's really exciting to see how much it has really affected you and your life uh, which is what I want to get into now because you were you came into coaching a very different person and you had things that you didn't know things you were confused about you were very much like the hustling grind kind of girl and you have like a whole lot of history there with your conditioning and so I would love to start off with the question of where did you start before we actually began what was your situation at the time before you entered coaching and the world of flow awesome so pretty much at the end of last year I was about to wrap up my set three four um, in fitness and becoming a personal trainer and I knew I wanted to open up my own coaching business and I knew I wanted to help people but I just didn't know where to start and what to do and it was just you're lost right coming into the industry at such a young age as well so many coaches out there um, there's so much information out there but whenever Nicole just like popped up on my page I was just like okay this is interesting you know and um, then I kind of realized, okay, maybe I do need some help. Maybe it's worth investing in myself to learn more. And I'm so glad I invested and I never looked back. Um, and I was just lost. I think that's the best way to describe it. Before starting coaching, I was lost and I was scared. And, you know, I just didn't think, I didn't know what to do. Um, so that's kind of how I felt before coaching. Yeah. And tell us about like, how was, you know, for you that trend that at the time, the experience of always, maybe, maybe it's for you, how was the experience of getting things done? What was your narrative around how things needed to be in order to get your business off the ground and in order to have success? Um, I felt like it was always just like constant work. Like I had to go, go, go. As you mentioned before, um, I've been very conditioned in my life to have extremely high expectations of myself um, and to be constantly doing something. Otherwise I could be perceived as lazy. Um, I soon realized that's not really the case and it just results in burnout. Um, and I'm very grateful I learned that. Um, but yeah, before coaching I was just trying to get as much done whenever I could and it, even though it felt like I was getting all these things ticked off my list I wasn't really doing each task to its full potential right so I guess it comes down to that point is are you actually doing the task that you need to be doing properly or are you just crossing off things on a list to make you feel like you've had like you're doing the things and you're being productive and I feel like there's a very big difference between being productive and thinking you're being productive Mm, yes very true and I think that that's something that a part of that mission is behind flow-based lifestyle and business really addresses I've you know working with so many women like yourself who are all ranges of the spectrum in their business journey as well as come from very different contexts backgrounds cultures but we I see that common thread of 
Like we're just so hard on ourselves. We have so many unrealistic expectations and we don't recognize that they are unrealistic. We don't recognize that we actually don't have the capacity and there is actually a, a way to do things differently that is effective and um that moves the needle forward that doesn't have to look exhaustive and almost traditional and I know for you like that was one of the things that really came up in the early stages of our coaching where a lot of the things that you'd learned was very traditional particularly because of your influences growing up um and you know for you that really affected the narratives you had about what it took to get something going or to show that you could be successful you always felt like you had to prove things so tell us a little bit about that and maybe what that was like for you maybe growing up or where you learned some of these things yeah um I mean again my business does revolve around being able to learn to love yourself and I think growing up um, especially from the ages from about I would say 14 to 16 17 um, I had a really bad relationship with myself um, a hating relationship on myself and you know, I think a lot of that stemmed from the ex- expectations I held from my for myself. Um, and I soon became to realize that a lot of the expectations I held on myself were projections from other people around me. Um, and I think that's a huge thing. And one of the things you mentioned before about moving the needle um, that I just wanted to talk about as well is that, again, I always felt like you needed to be having this needle and it me- needs to be pushing at 100% every single day like you've got this needle and we're going to take a million steps million needles stitches whatever you want to think about every single day and what I just learned is you really just got to slow down like we think that in order to love ourselves you know we need to be doing xyz every day there's no one size fits all um and yeah when I was younger I just felt like everyone needed to be doing dun 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 like grind 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 Mm. Um, and it can come become very toxic, you know, um, looking at yourself in the mirror and not feeling happy with yourself and, um, you know, not being kind to yourself, not treating yourself well. Um, and obviously if you feel negative about yourself, you're also going to be spreading negative energy onto others, um, which also just makes you feel even worse. So I was just kind of in this position of just like sadness and Mm -hmm. hate. Um, when I was holding all these high expectations of myself. Yeah, and I think that's what those expectations can do, whether they're projected from other people or there are things that we've self-projected based on what we see other people do because of our insecurity or or because of the things that we don't really understand as well. And yeah. I think it's that society's got this obsession with always having to move something forward or always having to produce at a very fast rate and just kind of makes you question like was that the point all along like what is the point of doing that at the cost of what at the cost of your health at the cost of your peace at the cost of like literally the duration of your life and I think that you know I we're going to go into some of the breakthroughs and milestones that you've had but I think that this reminds me of the time when we had a an in-person intensive I went over to oh well you you came down to Sydney and we had an in-person intensive for the first time and we talked about this um how you sort of felt like you had to force yourself to do things like go to the gym or you had to kind of force yourself to be that routine girly and like it was just like not who you you thought you had to be her but it really wasn't aligned to your values and what really struck me when I was kind of leading you through that transformation and that day was how your message was all about self-love and yet your journey of building a business was one where you really had to practice that self-love because it was a space where you were developing you were growing you were in the early stages and yet it was the one space that you couldn't give to yourself so there would be so much guilt around not doing something for your business or feeling um intimidated or feeling overwhelmed like as if you were you expected yourself to already know everything you needed to know and to be perfect at it right away instead of practicing that value of self-love so 
do you remember that session like that yeah no I definitely I definitely do um I remember as well like we kind of sat down and I was telling you how like I always feel like I have a million things I need to be doing at every moment in time and we wrote a list and you actually taught me how to prioritize things and I'm not even lying like ever since that day like whenever I feel like I have a million things to do I sit myself down and I think what do I actually need to be doing right now like what is like going to serve me best and again something again talking about having to constantly move that needle and this is something that I feel like I've spoken about a lot on my Instagram and stuff is comparison is the thief of joy like so many people all around the world are constantly comparing themselves to other people, um, especially on social media nowadays. And it was something that I did so much growing up. Literally every single day I was consuming other people's content. And instead of using it to inspire me, I was using it, you know, to compare myself to this person and be like, okay, well, why am I not doing this? I need to do this. And as you said, like, we don't need to be doing that morning girly routine. Like I'm not hating on the 5 a.m. wake-ups, right? You know, this morning I actually woke up at 5.30 um, and it happens, but you don't need to force yourself to do all these things in your routine, um, you know, going to bed early, waking up early, you know, maybe going for a walk the second you wake up, like doing what best serves you and feels most aligned with yourself and your energy is actually the way that you are going to feel like your higher self, right? Like, doing things that make you feel high on life is going to make you your best self. So live in alignment. And I think that I remember that tool of like really helping you see that having a priority list is actually not about a million things. Like a priority is one thing. And I think that that is such a simple skill that nobody really teaches you because it's maybe not even like, it's like, yeah, but how realistic is it to just do one thing at a time? In this day and age, you need to do, you need to learn how to do this. And if you look into the science, you look into um, the neuroscience and like everything to do with productivity and peak performance, it's literally about doing less. It's literally learning to actually focus and be intentional that actually creates more. And um, that practice of prioritizing, if you guys are wondering what it was, we basically got Talia to write a list of like everything that she felt in her body and in her mind was so significantly important. And, and that was creating like that physiological feeling of like being in an emergency or being like in that primitive state of fight or flight. So we dumped it all onto a list And then I was like, what is actually priority? What is the one thing that maybe you can do or that is actually essential for right now? What are things that can wait for a week? What are things that can wait for a month? And it was actually a challenge. I find every time I do this with my clients, it's a challenge for them because at the time, everything feels so important. But if you sit with it long enough, you will actually find that there are probably one or two things that are actually important today and the rest can wait. And so I really loved seeing you do that. And it's so fun that you're actually, that you still do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like for example, like, you know, when I'm having a day where I feel like my energy levels aren't as high, like I think, okay, well, what is one thing I can do today that will serve me, you know, will actually make me feel good or add something to my life, you know, whether that's, you know, okay, maybe I'll just go to the gym today, or maybe I'll go and take myself out for a meal, or maybe. I'll just stay in bed and, you know, do some work from home. So, you know, making sure your priority as well is something that is serving you. And I talk about it a lot um, and it's a big thing to me um, because, you know, again, obviously the self-love piece is huge to me is that if you actually want to have love with yourself, you got to do things that serve you because if you live a life for other people and not for yourself, you're not going to love yourself because you're going to be doing that other people love and not you and if you don't enjoy anything you do in life there'll be no enjoyment in your life right so yeah yeah yeah. but um yeah that's beautiful because that's definitely your message and um it makes me think about like you know there these this is just one of the breakthroughs that it was such a small shift but it actually ultimately affected your workflow of how you were actually getting things done it affected your results because you were actually then doing things rather than putting them off because you were so overwhelmed 
And then it affected your coaching philosophies as well, because you then decided and saw for yourself that like, this is actually the practice of self-love. Like if I'm going to work with clients in this lens and I'm going to be counter cultural to what everybody else is else is teaching, then I need to practice this myself. So it affected you in so many ways. And I'm curious to know if there were any sort of significant moments in the coaching journey where you were like that was really a powerful thing for me that that really helped me to integrate flow in my life or maybe a session that you felt like um you really understood what the difference was between flow and hustle um honestly I know we've had so many sessions um and I've learned so many things so it's quite hard to say um I guess two main things is one I really enjoyed the one session which we went through understanding our feminine and masculine energy um and again we observed that a lot of my energy or a lot of the activity that I'm doing in my day-to-day life are masculine and you know we need to be finding that nice balance between the two and if you don't know about feminine and masculine energy um feminine focuses more on the process I believe is that right and then like masculine was more like on the focusing on a specific outcome um so feminine like resting and masculine like focusing on getting somewhere um and a lot of the time like I wasn't really allowing myself to like rest and just like be in the moment um and that's something that I've been practicing a lot um ever since that conversation that we had on a call Um, We really broke that down. Another thing just overall, um, I've just had a mind blank. Oh, what I was going to say was one of the things that we also discussed that just like had a big breakthrough with myself was understanding that I've completely blanked out. That's all right. I wanted to ask a follow-up. What are some of the ways that you've been actually practicing the feminine and masculine balance? What's been different ever since then? Um, trying to have more of a balance overall. Um, so, you know, allowing myself to understand that, okay, well, some activities that I am doing in my life are going to be masculine, but then what can I do around that? That is more feminine, right? So an example of that could be at the moment, I am training for my first powerlifting comp. Um, and I'm very, you know, obviously I'm focused on the process of the powerlifting comp and becoming stronger and, you know, being in the journey, but also, you know, the outcome of doing things the right way and, you know, having a good first comp on the platform, but then surrounding that with things that, you know, just enjoyment, right? So, you know, sometimes that's just like driving to the gym and playing a podcast or, you know, one of my favorite things to do is just driving somewhere and blasting music and just singing. You know, I think sometimes I just drive and be singing and someone will look at me in the car, like, in the car next to me and I'll be like what is this girl doing and I'm just like living my best life right yeah I love that because I do think that the that balance between feminine and masculine is one of the foundational concepts in flow flow state mastery but also flow-based business uh, because I think that if we don't really know the difference then it it's just all it's all just actions it's all just things that we're we try to do so even when we try to do practices that are more feminine more feeling more in the being rather than the doing sometimes we do these things as just another thing to check off the list and we still feel like we're not nourished we still feel that we're trying to catch up um things like yeah things like mindfulness or exercise can be feminine practices if you're they're done in a very mindful way where you get to feel feel what you're feeling if you're upset that day then let yourself feel that you're upset and to yeah. do what you're doing more mindfully, same thing with if you have energy to love that you have energy and to um, and to channel it where you want to. That's like the feminine flow. And for you, the I like what you said about acknowledging that there are just there is going to naturally be activities that are just masculine. Same thing with business building, same thing with undertaking any project. There is always going to be a structural outcome-oriented, action-oriented activity or behavior in order to achieve it. That's why they kind of work in harmony. But it's when you actually learn to allow the feminine to come out and play 
and learn to harness that being and enjoying during the process that makes it so much more enriching and full of color and life. And I think that is the struggle for most of uh, high functioning women. And it's that primarily masculine lens of life where even when we're creating amazing things, even when we're being uh, we're doing amazing things, we can't enjoy it. We feel like we're still constantly going and we never get to the finish line. And I think that's just been the best part of seeing you really embody that in your personal life goals, like powerlifting and competing all the way through to supporting you in building a business, in getting content out there and like really learning to not have to be so outcome oriented and things have to be perfect, but to just create because you feel like it or to yeah. create because it's you feel inspired and that's the message you want to share and not have to put it through this lens of I have to optimize it and it has to be structured in this way because that's what a lot of marketing gurus will tell you and yes it will work yes it will be effective but again at the cost of what at the cost of your authenticity at the cost of you loving what you do and being in your flow which essentially allows you to you know to create even less content but actually have more impact and have more reach because of that authenticity and and the alignment to how you're here how you're here to be and what you're here to produce so I'm yeah I, I love that um I also think it can be really detrimental as well if you're constantly focusing on the outcome um and constantly living in a masculine energy world I guess yes. um coming from someone that was living like that um you know you experience a lot of burnout because you're constantly focusing on the outcome and then when you don't achieve that outcome right especially if you're setting yourself unrealistic outcomes um then you're going to become exhausted and again that's just going to result in self-hate sadness right? And at the end of the day, it's just not worth it, right? Even if it means um, that you need to slow down, again, as we spoke about, slow down, do things slower to eventually reach that outcome and surround it with more feminine um, mm. being activities. Um, it'll be worth it in the long run. So sometimes it's just about that, like, what's the saying? Like short-term, long-term. I don't know. I like, that- it's like, short-term pain no yeah yeah I think I know what you're trying to say my mind is like not wrapping itself around the statement I know what you're trying to say I think it's like the reward the reward of like um the instant gratification of like if you do it all now then yeah you'll have the physical thing in front of you but if you slow down and you actually build it well or you yeah allow that process uh yeah the result won't come immediately or you won't see the tangible thing right away but it's just you last longer you have you are more sustainable and yeah. you enjoy well, it, which is the point as well yeah and you know it's a big thing I think we speak about a lot is authenticity like you know I am very big on being who I am on social media and just in my life um and for a long period of time I wasn't I literally remember I had a conversation with someone at the end of my year 12, so end of VC in Victoria, that's what it's called here. Um, and I was said to someone, I was like, I hate school because every time I have a conversation with a different person, I feel like I need to be a different person. So I was literally living this world where I couldn't even be myself because I was so worried about who I was that I pretended, you know, to be who what everyone else wanted me to be because I felt like that would make me feel good because then everyone would want to be around me. But at the end of the day, if you be yourself, you'll attract the right people into your life. And I guess that's a bit of a tangent on what we were just talking about, but mm. I think that's also really important and yeah. in the same sense. Of well, it's we- a testament to how flow, flow state works. Flow state allows you to call in more opportunities, more clients, more cash flow, whatever it is, you call in the things that you want, but with less resistance. And that's because of the alignment to how your how you best work and the authenticity and not compromising or or kind of changing yourself. And that's essentially 
why even in business, like with content, I teach it in a very different way or with, um, with figuring out what offers to create or how to structure your offer. It's like, let's tune out of the world for a sec. Let's stop looking at what's trending, what's working and stop trying to fit ourselves into a box because we are so much bigger than the box. And then let's find what makes you, you, what makes, what is your unique purpose? How is your best way of communicating? And then using the tools of social media or the tools of content and visual marketing or you know whatever tools there are available to us to support us rather than trying to fit ourselves into the box that's been pre-made and that authenticity is the path to least resistance because you literally saw results in your life and business because of that alignment to authenticity because you were listening to your inner authority and I think it's that evidence that we we sort of say that like flow is a bit woo. It's not as reliable, as structured or as logical as if you just kind of did it the traditional way, the hustle way, the sort of like, if you can measure it, then it's, then it's happening. But it's, this is measurable. This is actually a formula and this is, this is effective. And you can really see that in your journey looking back. Hey, I've just released a brand new segment on the Freedom in Flow podcast called Flow State Mastery, consisting of private episodes where you can get behind the scenes and into the nitty gritty of what building a flow-based business with me looks like. Inside, I talk about all things to do with mastering flow state which is the effortless creation of what you want. And in these private episodes, I share on neuroscience, universal laws, practical psychology, quantum physics, energetics, and simple applicable strategies for creating results you want with ease. Whether you're a woman who wants to simply elevate your life or an entrepreneur looking to unblock your flow. I dive even deeper in the private episodes. I get even more vulnerable and I talk about stuff that isn't shared anywhere else on my social platforms. And inside these episodes, I don't hold back. It's where I share the vulnerable, honest, and behind the scenes scoop of my life and the workings of my business to give you the insider on how to create the reality of your dreams by taking the path of least resistance and working in harmony with your biology. The unique thing about this private platform is that these private episodes are for those of you who want to get more details, specific strategies, and want to understand flow state in application. It's best for those of you who already love the work I do on this podcast and in my other programs and want to get even more value from me for a very low price. Inside, I answer frequently asked questions, share my personal business strategies, exclusive concepts from my flow-based business and life coaching programs, as well as replays from some of my live one-on-one and group calls where I coach my own clients live. And I talk through some of my newest ideas and share the up close and personal workings of what's going on in my world. So you can get to be part of the inner circle and join me in the private episodes by subscribing for as little as $1.99 a month. I hope you'll be joining me inside the Flow State Mastery private podcast episodes. Now let's get back into today's episode. Yeah, 100%. And I think one thing I wanted to mention about this as well is to anyone listening out there um, who, you know, is trying to find their flow, you know, it takes time. Like as much as I have had so many amazing results and changes to my life, like it's not good all the time. And I don't mean that in a way in saying, oh, like, I mean, I don't really know what I was going to say there, but I mean, I'm not saying it in a way that you know, I want to be sad sometimes and I want to hate myself sometimes, but it's actually then being able to learn how to manage those situations more. And then that's like the biggest takeaway. So, you know, sometimes I will feel myself feeling overwhelmed again, feeling a bit of hate towards myself, but then instead of letting myself sit in that for a long period of time, which then results in, you know, just more, right. It results in sadness, depression, and all those things, I've learned to manage those feelings better um, and then find my flow again. So if you are someone who is trying to find your flow and you don't feel like you can find your flow, don't give up. Um, Because again, as Nicole was saying before, um, delayed gratification, right? It's like, for example, I made a post on it this morning. It's like when you go start a new movement in the gym, like you're never going to get it on day dot right? It might take you months to learn how to, for example, do a squat, 
right? Same thing with flow. You can't just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to live a life of flow, right? It's not like that sometimes. Um, so just remind yourself that life is, you know, steps forward and backwards sometimes. Yeah. Um, but learning how to live in flow will literally change your life um, and it'll make you a lot more happier. Mm. We'll go into how it's changed your life. Very excited about that. But before we do, I think I so agree. Like I, having worked with so many clients, everyone's starting point when they decide to live a more flow-based lifestyle or build business in flow is so different. We all have different kind of I imagine us as like icebergs where we're just what we show on the outside is just the tip and then we've got all this stuff underneath that we've got to peel back on and really understand and it's not about changing those things right away it's about understanding like this is a process and we like have to understand what makes our identity right now and a lot of that is conditioning a lot of that is culture a lot of that is our environment our society our partners our friends of choice, the media we consume and we norm the things we normalize, like all of these layers are what build the identity of, well, there's no way a result can be created unless I'm hustling or there's no way that I could move the needle forward unless I'm putting out like five posts a day. Like there's these narratives in society, in our cultures, in our conditioning that continue to be like sort of the lens through which we look through life that create the perpetual stress or the create that reinforce the behavior of there's no other way. And so I have to, and I have no choice that we kind of have to dive into. And that's why the process, especially in one-on-one mentoring, isn't just a two month process. It's an entire half year minimum because we're actually undoing a lot of things. We're learning, we're going through a process of learning about ourselves and observation, but we're also doing a lot of undoing and intentional like deconditioning And that's just the inner work. That's not even like the strategic work. That's not even the action work. And I think that for you and I, at least, we kind of had that balance where we would have part sessions where it was like, we just need to deal with what's going on underneath and not even talk about business right now because this goes so much deeper. And then when we kind of understood that or decluttered and equipped you with a new lens, then you could engage with the business activities with so much more flow. And that part required very little instruction because again, you do it your way. You just have my guidance along the path. Um, and I found that as well, like similar to yourself there, we start at day one and we see some results um, a few months down the line, we see shifts, but actually if we were to meet in like a year's time and then another year's time after that, you'd probably have so many more stories of integration and how you really are truly embodying this version of yourself and you really are getting results with it. It's the same with all my retreats, the same with almost all the containers that I hold, whether business or personal development. I find that this work takes time to integrate. And then when it does, it's like this snowball of like amazing things that kind of yeah for an yeah. amazing life. Have you felt that shift over time? Yeah, I get what you mean. And going on the snowball thing. So if everyone imagines a snowball, right, you go and you have to make a snowball by getting the ice and putting it together. So you go and you make the little snowball. That's kind of like when you learn a new thing. So when I learned about flow, I made my little snowball. And then every time we spoke about flow more and just like all the things we spoke about, strategy, inner work, I didn't even know inner work existed when I invested in Nicole, right? I just like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Nicole and she's going to make my business awesome, right? And she has made my business awesome, but not just my business, she's made me feel awesome. Anyways, snowball effect, right? Every time I learn something new, that snowball becomes bigger. But then we know sometimes, you know, the, the ice might melt a little bit. Um, So don't be afraid of sometimes having to take a few steps back. And me and Nicole spoke about this, that in our coaching container, you know, and sometimes there was some inner work that did need to be fixed around this, but sometimes it's just life in itself where we would learn a few things, take like, let's say three steps forward, right? We've rolled the ice, a snowball three times over and then had to maybe peel back and take a step back um, and really be like, okay, hold on. I can't take this next step. I need to do something else first. I need to work on the inner work. And then we keep going. So I definitely feel like that snowball has grown a lot. I love how we're talking about snowball. It's making me hungry. Like, you know, those snowballs that you put like- <laughs> the snow cones. 
Grows like the syrups on. No, it's definitely been growing. And yeah, as Nicole said, I'm so excited to think like the growth that I've had this year in itself is so much. And it actually sometimes can scare me like, where am I going to be in a year's time if I have done this much growth in eight, like six to eight months? What about in another six to eight months? What about in another six to eight months? And that's like the compound effect, right? So again, when you start something new, you know, another quote I love is all experts were once beginners, right? When you look at those people that you're comparing yourself to all the time and you're like, shit, I want to do what that person's doing. I want to be like that. That person might've been doing that for five years and you need to think to yourself, are you willing to put in the work for five years? right and then use that person as inspiration Mm. um yeah powerful and I like what you said as well because I think that often we don't know what we need and in the world of hustle and productivity and quick results we we go to experts or we hire coaches really expecting almost like that band-aid approach of like if I pay you this money you give me this result and we forget that every result in life is actually our responsibility and there are tools there are experts there are people who are great at what they do that can help you accelerate but if you just throw money at a problem and you're not willing to dive deeper or your coach is let's say just giving you the the strategy you'll find that, and I've had this experience myself, you'll find that it's like just another thing you paid for that didn't work. Because at the end of the day, you can have the tool, you can have the social media strategy and yet still not have a clue, yet still feel no connection to yourself, feel like you don't have a voice. You can literally do like a a 10 week course on copywriting and still feel like you don't know what to write or how to connect with your audience. These are things that go deeper than just the strategy, than just the masculine and the outcome oriented thing and the skill. There, There is a level of inner work, inner knowing connectedness to self that unlocks that beautiful kind of alchemy of like actually being in your flow. And that's when at the point where you hit that balance, that perfect balance where you know your skill, you believe in your skill. Um, and you also have that reliance on your inner world. You feel safe in your own body. You can allow yourself to be and to feel when that is in balance, that's when you actually stop looking at other people. And that those are the people that when you look at them, they're in flow. They're like, I don't care how you're doing it. I'm doing it this way. And I'm being successful in doing this. And you see like these amazing concepts, amazing creations business ideas that have never been that have never been done because people are actually in flow they've paired their skill their mastery their craft with their self-belief and their self-backing and intuition and that's like that's how amazing stuff gets built that's how uniqueness is created and I think we need more of that and that's partly why you know I love doing that journey and really being in the inside of your world like I'm not just like here to give you a strategy and stand on the sidelines like I am in the dirt really I'm trying to understand what's going on in your internal world in your energy um, and everything so it's a big commitment but it's not everyone's up for it but for those who are like yourself it it does change your life you carry with that shift with you forever and it changes everything um and I think one thing like this Like when we talk about these things, I think about all these awesome conversations that we've had together. And some things that I'm starting to think about is, you know, when we spoke about how I see or view success in life. Um, And one of those things is if you're living a life where you're doing everything you feel like you should be doing rather than what you want to be doing and living in flow. Yes, you may be successful. Maybe you'll get a lot of money. But if success to you looks like feeling happy and feeling freedom. And for example, again, another thing we spoke about is your values. So for example, one of the things that me and Nicole did in our recent intensive, which I absolutely loved, was working out what my core values are. And I came up with evolution, self-love and freedom. And when you think about success in the way you're running your business, ask yourself, 
am I running a business that aligns with these core values? Because if you're not running a business that aligns with those core values, what's the point, right? Yes, you might make a lot of money. Maybe you'll be awesome. You'll be successful. But when you're in a room by yourself, doors closed, are you just, are you happy? Or do you just have a lot of money in your account, right? Um, And one of the things that I, again, just talking about the business and things like paying a coach and then expecting to see results straight away. I seriously, and this might sound like something that people are going to listen to and be like, isn't that like, just like a thing that everyone thinks, but I seriously, I admire so many coaches for all their hard work they do because running a business, a self-made business is hard, right? I, you know, I mean, guilty as charged when I invested in business coaches or in the past when I've invested in things, I'm like, yep, great. Like I seriously naively expected going into coaching with Nicole that Nicole was going to do everything for me and that I was going to have my business handed to me on a silver platter and I was going to wake up one day and be like, yep, (laughs) I'm going to walk up and be like, I have an amazing business. And the thing is, one, that doesn't even align with me anyways, because then I'd be running a business that someone else has created for me. How is that serving me and creating authenticity or alignment? But two, your brain, like you have to create your own ideas and there is no quick fix, right? And I think I may have already mentioned this, but that, that was something I wanted to mention. There is no quick fix to running a business, right? Things take time, right? As Nicole mentioned, she's been running a business. How many years have you been running this now for? Um, About just under four years. Under four years. Cool. So Nicole's been running this under four years. And she mentioned just like, as when you started with me, like you started transitioning to more of that flow-based business. And that took you, you know, three years to transition. So if you think about yourself, right? I know you're the one meant to be asking questions, but when you, if you think about yourself, you know, when you started your business, you probably, I don't think you were running flow-based business, right? You no, were the evolution happened as I kept going. Exactly, right? And that's my whole point. My point is that you evolve as you go, right? Yeah. And I actually think, like, as I said, evolution was one of my core values, right? Evolving as a person um, and investing in yourself and understanding that there are so many people out there that can help you in life, but none of it is going to help you if you don't help yourself. You Mm. can spend thousands of dollars on online coaches, business coaches, nutritionists, PTs. I'm just thinking of random things, but, you know, think first things that come to my mind, tutors, right? I'm a math tutor, right? You can invest in all these things. They can help you. They can provide you value, but then it's what you do with that value that really counts right yeah beautiful beautifully said and you can see how yeah you can see how it all just sort of connects and this work that we do is I still find it hard sometimes for me to articulate what what it is that I help people with because there's so much but that's part of my design I'm not meant to be boxed in and have labels um but it's it's evident right that flow-based business and lifestyle is all integrated and so with that being said we're going to start wrapping up but I want to ask you Talia what has been the impact of learning this modality this way of life and business on your life on maybe just what is the biggest thing that you're that you've sort of found that has come from the mentoring experience um might sound a bit cheesy but that life can be beautiful all the time um through the ups and through the downs and it's how you manage them um and again I keep saying it but serve yourself um the activities you do that provide yourself masculine or feminine um, and making decisions that make you feel good. Um, sometimes I'll be having such a horrible day and I just look around outside and I've had this new thing where I start to take photos of like the sunset on my street. And I just think like the world is so amazing. 
right? There are so many opportunities out there for you. Um, so never stop believing and never stop growing and don't care what other people think. And if someone is judging you, they're probably jealous of you. That is a big thing that I've learned as well just in life. Um, and living in flow, if you are not living a life where you feel like you're doing things that fulfill you, it's time to change. It's yeah. To- yeah, and I think you always know deep down if you're feeling that exhaustion and feeling the like stop start momentum and just like feeling really burnt out you know and you just have to be honest with yourself yeah I um also wanted to ask like for a person who might be considering like I've been curious about flow I've been curious about mentoring but I don't really know if it if I should jump into it what would you say to them about that experience and um that investment to themselves I think it is so worthwhile um again I'm only quite young when I actually originally invested in Nicole I had just turned 19 and you know I invested a lot of money into our mentoring and you know it was so scary at first you know being so young starting a business and investing my own money um into that especially because I had other people telling me that I was making a mistake um, but it is so worth it. And as Nicole posts all the time, if you are wanting to do flow-based business, hop on one of her discovery calls because I did, a, like, I think I did two discovery calls before I yeah. actually signed up with her. Um, and it'll just, you know, open up a whole new world to you. And you'll just like see the passion that Nicole has in this business And I think that's a huge thing with coaches nowadays is passion in a coach just makes the coach and the experience amazing, like so much better. Um, Yeah, no, I've had such an amazing time and I actually hope, you know, soon to come we'll be working together again um, and in the future um, because I've just enjoyed it so much and I want to keep evolving as a person as I said as one of my core values yeah and I think that that's something that I love about the journey because I think there was a time when coaching was just like my business model was structured to get you a result but as I evolved into flow-based coaching and my clients have experienced that it's sort of like this always this bittersweet thing every time you hit a milestone or a, a coaching container has wrapped up because you're acknowledging like you're at a deeper level with yourself, but also with your mentor who understands you in a really unique way. And I think I I can't say for sure, but I think that there are so many coaches that are so incredibly gifted, but from my personal experience, there are very few that you sort of feel that real connection to. And I think that that's why I started to develop the philosophies and the practices that I have and integrate them in my coaching because of, you know, I know that coaching goes deep. Like you talk about stuff that maybe doesn't come out anywhere else in your life and you make connections in your inner world that affect your outer world that affect the result you want to create. And nobody else would get that nobody else would have that dialogue or that language and the trust other than you and your yeah and the trust other than you and your mentor so um I'm not for everyone in that sense but for the people that I've found that I really connect with or have really trusted themselves in the leap to just reach out to book a discovery call that connection is deep and whether you work immediately with within the coaching programs or you just, it's just a way to discover yourself and to have a new lens. Um, there's always something really magical about taking that first leap and then always having, just having that to to look back on as well, knowing that that's always available to you. So I'm glad that for you, Talia, you took that leap and that you trusted your instinct and you just trusted yourself as well. Um, and that we're here like six to eight months later, just like, really living in the magic of it all because it really is it's so much growth in so little time and that's partly why you know I'm always grateful for coaching and the industry as a whole because that's all it's here to do to help you access things you want 
with more ease and at a faster faster rate than you thought you could on your own um, yeah so, um I was gonna just say thank you again like I've told you many times but thank you for holding the space for me um the patience for me um and you know using your energy through you know our one-on-one coaching um obviously we've done so many calls I don't even know how many calls we would have done by now I reckon we've done at least like I mean, we do, we, our, our container was about once a week for about six months. And then we did intensive. Yeah. We've we've just been, yeah, nonstop. We did, um, two intensives and so it's been a lot, but it's been amazing. And as I said, I don't think the, um, the journey with us, I don't feel like it's going to be stopping anytime soon, hopefully. Um, but no, it's been great. And I'm so like, I was so ecstatic when you invited me on this podcast. Um, and yeah, no, I remember that also the first time that I invested in you, I, um, I literally was dancing in my room for like half an hour. It was like the best day ever. So, I love that. Do love the uncomfortable. And that's the joy of self-investment and we'll, wrap up on this I think that if there's anything that Talia has and her journey has really shown us it's that self-love and self-trust is found within and it's not found in other people it starts within first and that feeling of investing in yourself it's I always say it even on my calls like you're not investing in me like trust me you will know this even if it doesn't feel like it now, you will know this in the future and you will thank yourself for seeing yeah. the value in your own self to put money or to put time and energy towards you and what your what you believe your potential is, what you believe your dreams can be. And I think that that is something that you you will never, like you will look back on forever and you'll be so grateful that you did that. And it's also a vote to the to the life you want to have. It's a vote to everything that you believe you can be. And I believe that with money and all the, you know, I've been teaching a lot about money lately. All of what you do with your money is a vote to what matters to you. And if you can, even for the first time, like make an investment in yourself, whether it's little or large, if it's uncomfortable, yet you can love the discomfort of doing it for the first time, it can truly set you off on a journey of like, really understanding the power of putting money towards what matters to you and what you decide matters in this life. So I think that that's been your practice as well of self-trust and self-love, Talia. And it's been a pleasure to see you grow so far. I can't wait as well to see where you end up and maybe have a one-year anniversary of of where you are and you know wanting to do fun stuff like that. So we can all kind of journey and flow together and um, see this magic happen in everyone's life so with that being yeah. said Talia is there anything that you uh, want to add or plug to the listeners and uh, tell them where to find you as well if they want to connect thank you so if anyone wants to connect I am on Instagram and TikTok um my Instagram is new fit coaching so n-e-w-f-i coaching um and I would love to connect with you guys support you guys um hype you up um and I will be opening coaching spots very soon as we head into summer in Australia um and yeah I hope everyone has an amazing day night if you're listening to this whenever it is you are beautiful you are enough. You are enough. Have you seen that? You are enough. Yes. <laughs> love the Barbie um, reference. Love the Barbie reference. Um, and love yourselves because you only live one life. Very cliche, but so true and important. Yeah. Thank you, Talia, for being on. I will link all of Talia's socials in the podcast description. And uh, you guys can get in touch with her and also reach out about her coaching if you are interested in a self-love focused approach to holistic coaching. 
And other than that, thank you once again, Talia. It's been a privilege to have you on the podcast and to have been working with you over the last six to eight months. And I can't wait to see where the flow-based life and business takes you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful and you want to take your growth to another level, you're in luck because I'm giving you free resources, workshops, and masterclasses that you can access on demand to help you elevate right now. Check out www.nicoleconception.co slash free dash resources. For more content like this, check out my YouTube channel, Life with Nick, where I post weekly vlogs and videos helping you create more of the results you want in life with less hustle and scarcity and more ease and flow. Lastly, help me get this message out to others just like you who might just need to hear it today. All you need to do is like and leave a review so this podcast gets seen by the many women who need to hear this message. Who knows who we might reach together, right? Now go out there, reclaim your power and amplify your voice to lead, love and create as the abundant woman that you are. I'll chat to you in the next episode.